Hi, this is Dr. John Ankerberg. I invite you to dig into God's Word today with my dear friend, the late Dr. Wayne Barber, as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible. Look with me in Luke, the sixth chapter. Luke chapter 6 and verse 20 is another set of Beatitudes. We see the ones in Matthew 5 are dealing with the spiritual things of our life. And we see in chapter 6 of Luke in the verse 20 that we start dealing with the physical things of life. And I, I just never saw this before. I always thought maybe it was the same set of Beatitudes just worded differently or whatever. But then I begin to see, oh goodness, the truth that is in these verses. Look in verse 20. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed be ye poor. Now the word be or are or the verb there is not present in either time. It's just understood. Blessed the poor, I guess you could say. Blessed be ye poor. Now notice what's left off of that. What's left off? What's different than that in Matthew chapter 5? Blessed be the what? In the Spirit. Blessed be the poor in spirit. Now, this is something that I was asked last week and had to come to grips with. Do we believe that every word is inspired of God? Well, I do. Every word of God is pure. Well, then why did he leave it off? Do you think that was an accident? Do you think he just slipped up? <laughs> now watch. For yours is the kingdom of God. Now we notice something different here. We noticed before it was the kingdom of heaven, but here is the kingdom of God. We have a lot of people talking about the differences of these two things. But hold your finger there. I'm coming back to my point. But while we're on this, look in Matthew chapter 19. I believe he's talking about the same thing. Exactly the same thing as he was in Matthew 5. Matthew chapter 19, verses 23 and 24. You make up your own mind, but let me show you this. Verse 23, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of what? Heaven. Now watch. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel. I didn't know that the word for camel is also the word for a heavy rope. I did not know that. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of what? God. Now what makes us think he's talking about anything different? I really believe he's talking about the same thing. For theirs is the kingdom of God. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Where is God's kingdom? Well, right now, it's within us. It's a spiritual kingdom that King Jesus has set up in our life. And so we see some similarities, and yet we see some differences. Blessed are ye poor, for theirs is the, yours is the kingdom of God. Something that really struck me here is the fact that many times the demands... Now listen very carefully to what I'm saying. The demands of discipleship... The demands that God leads us in, everybody's not the same, leads us to a physical poverty. You say, oh, no, wait. no, sir. Well, now, wait a minute. God does not care what you have. I'm not saying this. Some people have taken this thing the wrong way and thought that they had to go out and sell everything they had, buy an old black car, wear holes in their, with holes in their shoes, and, and be humble and poor. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. But you see, God doesn't care what you have. But he does care what owns you. Now, that's definitely a problem to him. He doesn't care what you have. You're not worldly if you have things. You're only worldly if those things have you. Okay, there's a difference there. Now, but many times in your walk, as the Lord Jesus directs your life, he leads you to make choices that absolutely bring about your poverty that somebody else can be satisfied in a physical way, a tangible way. 
And he's saying, blessed are ye. And the disciples that followed Jesus were probably the poorest people physically, tangibly, that anybody was on the earth. And he's speaking to them. And he's comforting them. And he says, blessed are the poor, you see, for theirs is the kingdom of God. The same blessedness prevails even in poverty. Not poverty that's caused by your lack of knowing how to handle your finances. Not poverty that's caused by, by your trying to be self-righteous. But poverty that is caused somehow by the direction of God. And that's what you're led into. I think the best example of this is Bill Wallace, the missionary to China. And he didn't choose his direction. God chose it for him. And you see, he left the things of this world to go to a, a place over in China and be a doctor. And when the enemy came in, the war broke out in China. He had to evacuate that hospital. And one day, he was outside of his little tent. And they were cooking rice for the patients that they had to evacuate. And he was picking up the burnt particles of rice on the ground after everybody had eaten. And one of the soldiers came through and says, If there's a God that can make a man live like that, I want to know that God. That kind of poverty. The kind of poverty that comes simply in choosing the Lordship of Christ in your life. You don't know where He'll lead you. Are you willing to be poor for Him? Are you willing to be hungry for Him? And when you come to those things, remember that you're blessed and that poverty is not going to affect that joy that's inward. Something that really spoke to me in this as I came to understand it is that all of the things in Matthew chapter 5 are in the third person. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Because he's talking of spiritual things. And he was in front of the multitudes. And it would have been very uh, out of character for Christ to ever have said to his disciples, Blessed are you spiritually humble people. See, he was saying for theirs, he was using it in a third person to get the disciples removed from his teaching so that the multitudes could hear what he was saying. But here he doesn't use the third person. He uses the first person. Because the people who have, 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 because of their willingness to follow Christ, endured poverty, endured hunger, are the ones who need direct comfort. You see, you can hang on to the things that are spiritual, but the things that are physical and tangible, you need the comfort of God. And he says, for yours is the kingdom of God. And it was a marvelous picture here that many times when we choose to become poor, because King Jesus has led us that way in order that somebody else might be made rich. Oh, my goodness. Blessed are you. Where's that fullness of satisfaction then? It's in simple chosen obedience, letting the Lord reign as he would reign. But I want to ask you that question. Are you willing to be made poor? Are you willing to be made hungry? Well, Wayne, is that what he's going to do? I don't know what he's going to do. But you see, you may have, you may have a lot tonight. Thank God for it, but it's not yours. It's his. He owns it all. And so if it has you, you've already stepped out of line. But would you be willing to turn it all loose, say for the cause of His direction and Lordship in your life? Now that's the question. Have you ever heard this song? And I love it. It says, whatever it takes. What has the song going? Whatever it takes to uh, draw closer to you, Lord, that's what I'll be willing to do. I'll take sickness than health. Oh my, that just sort of goes against the grain of what's being preached today, doesn't it? I'll take poverty instead of wealth. Whatever it takes, Lord, to be drawn closer to you. And in Luke 6, he's talking about the tangible results of being poor in spirit, allowing Jesus to reign in your life. Whereas in Matthew 5, 
He's speaking more of the spiritual characteristics. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor. Now you said, Brother Wayne, I still can't quite buy all of that. Okay, look in verse 24. And just follow up on it. I'll take the other verses at another time. But woe unto you that are rich. <laughs> to give you an idea, he's talking about tangible things. For ye have received your consolation. Look, look let's go on Father's verse. Woe unto you that are full. <laughs> For ye shall hunger. Woe unto you that laugh now. For you shall mourn and weep. What is he saying? A person who allows his riches to have him. You know what that person's like? He's a person who doesn't need Christ. He's a person who's not poor in spirit. A person who's not willing to admit, what do I need God for? I've got everything I want. See? And he laughs and scoffs. You mean to tell me those silly, ignoramuses down at that church really believe that stuff? That never comes from the lips of a person who's seen himself as God has seen him. Never. That only comes from a person who has not yet realized that what he's hanging on to is not going to last very long, you see. Woe unto you. And so if in the leading of God in your life, you're led to poverty and you're led to hungry, hunger, remember, hey, remember, you're blessed. Blessed. That's the key thing. And so really in that first law, there's two things. Blessed, you have the nature of God, fully satisfied. You've been removed from the sphere of having this world damage your walk and not only that but the kingdom of heaven is yours the kingdom of heaven shall be theirs but it's yours it's ours and it's in our hearts and as, as jesus reigns and rules in our hearts then we can be fully satisfied that's a beautiful picture to me the requisite of being poor helplessness absolutely spiritually helpless secondly the reason so that god can exchange you for him for he wants none of us and the riches, well, you're going to be blessed and the kingdom of heaven will be manifest in your life. And several years ago, the kingdom of heaven was not manifest in my life. About seven years ago. And uh, I don't ever want to go back. I don't know if you've ever been on the other side of the fence, but brother, if you have, you don't ever want to go back. Oh, you may have things, but you're going to weep later. There was a man in the scripture who built these barns up. Boy, wasn't he proud of them. And God came to him that night and said, Thou fool, what are you going to do with it now? You've gained the whole world and you've lost your soul. Now do you see why it's so important to realize blessed are whom? The poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of God. Let's bow our heads forward to prayer. Father, I thank you so much for what you've taught me in this, but oh Lord, I'm aware there's just so much more to know. And God, every time I stand up here, I feel so empty. But Lord, I thank you for your filling. And I thank you, Father, that tomorrow the riches are even deeper. Lord, that we never really take it all out of your word. And oh God, thank you that we can just depend on you. And Lord, as we are identified in you and you're king of our life, we walk blessed. And Father, thank you for that rule and reign that you have in our life. Lord, we just praise you in Jesus' name. For additional resources, log on to jashow.org. That's jashow.org.